Hi, I um, would like to welcome everyone back to the Accelerators podcast. Uh, this is one of the episodes for the Builders series. I'm so excited to um, have Dr. Danielle Cunningham uh, with me today, and this is Dr. Anna Lashes. So I'll go ahead and let um, Danielle introduce herself, and then would also love to hear about a favorite TV show or movie that you're recommending. Thanks so much, Anna, for having me on the podcast. It's really a true honor. I'm a fourth-year resident in radiation oncology at Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota, and I'm a really huge movie buff. In undergrad, I majored in documentary film, and so it's something I'm super passionate about. That's awesome. Um, Mm -hmm. Thanks. My favorite lately is this movie called Palm Springs, which has a lot of great stars in it, including Andy Samberg, and I like to think about it like modern-day Groundhog Day. Um, It has really great writing, really great uh, chemistry between the actors, and I love to host movie nights at my house. Uh, So I've probably seen it seven to eight times introducing other people to it. It's so great. You catch new things every single time. Highly recommend. Oh, wow. That's wonderful. That's I feel like, yeah, it's awesome when you whenever you rewatch a movie or, you know, a TV show, you kind of pick up on little subtle details you didn't get the first time. So that's great. Um, 100%. It's a super smart script. mm Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's great. Um, so, uh, yeah, I would love to hear more about uh, the Cunningham Ankh illustrations that you have spearheaded and just would love to hear the story behind it and and how, you know, it really came to be. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for asking. Um, you know, it all started because I've always been super interested in pediatric and CNS malignancies, especially. And I remember studying for my pediatric radiation oncology rotation coming up and knowing I wanted to do a super good job working with Dr. Locke and Dr. Mahajan. And when I was studying, I remember thinking there's just so much minutia, there's so many facts, and I thought it would just be impossible to remember it all. So I started making my own groups and kind of grouping things together in my own way and finding the facts I found most difficult to remember, but also most important. And then I thought, about how most of the time when I make art, I'm using either like Bombay inks or acrylics or foils and different things like that. But I'd been seeing a lot of very cool digital paintings and digital artwork. And I thought, well, this could be an exciting new way to kind of learn a new medium of digital art, but also make my notes a prettier way that might make me helpful to remember. Uh, and then I was showing them to other people and they said, oh my gosh, like these would be so helpful. You should post these online. But I was really afraid because I thought, what if something's wrong with them or something like that? But I found some really awesome reviewers uh, to help uh, proofread things before they go out into the world. That's great. Yeah, no, I, I've been so blown away by the illustrations, seeing them on Twitter. And, and I think that you do such a good job of condensing those complex topics just down to something that it's kind of immediately graspable um, from the illustrations. Um, How did you react when they first kind of went viral on Twitter? (laughs) I was, I was so excited, but also so surprised, you know, I thought, I thought maybe I'll get like five or 10 likes on these, but I was really surprised at how kind and welcoming everyone in Radonk was. Um, You know, I called my mom. I was like, you won't believe how many likes on Twitter I got. It was very exciting, especially for such a small specialty like ours. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, I think it's there's I think you hit on something there where there's definitely some fear to kind of introducing, you know, your um, your project or like your baby to the world and not wondering how people um, will respond. But we're not sure how people respond. But yeah, I think that 
they've been, you know, really widely received um, from the Radon community. And so, um, yeah, I would love to hear, you know, from your perspective, what the, you know, what the next steps are, kind of what your goals are for, for bringing um, these amazing illustrations forth or into the world. Yeah, thanks so much. You know, a lot of people have told me, you know, oh, you should put these together in a book or something like that. And that's so kind of everyone to say. And I think that means so much to me, you know, thinking about the future of these illustrations. But the most important thing for me, 100%, is I really want them to be open and accessible for free to anyone. Uh, I don't want them to be hidden behind a paywall or require someone to purchase a book on Amazon uh, to get. I want, they want, this to kind of be out there for anyone who wants to learn more about oncology or our specialty. I know uh, our super awesome front desk staff and our nurses here at Mayo really like them. And that means the world to me, you know, for them to kind of get a glimpse into what we're seeing and dealing with and thinking about too. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. And I guess kind of on that note, I'm kind of wondering, you know, it seems like you have such a passion for, um, you know, for sharing uh, these talents with the world. Do you see yourself sharing these types of illustrations with patients or is it kind of more limited to the you know the um uh kind of notes and like personal study yeah i'd love to share them with patients i was asked by one of our super awesome faculty dr chris hollemeyer who does gi malignancies who was going to give a talk to patients about uh, how radiation works for esophagus cancer and he said i heard you've been doing some twitter illustrations i was wondering if you would make one for my powerpoint and i said absolutely and so i made a patient level graphic which kind of my goal was to make radiation look less scary and to make radiation kind of understandable and talk about how radiation works by causing DNA breaks. It can um, cure tumors. It's not just for palliation. It shrinks tumors, uh, works together with chemotherapy. And so I'd love to take that even further because I think our specialty, you know, we know that the most patient level in medical education should be really aimed for people with a third grade education for to make it accessible and understandable to our patients. But we know mm-hmm. even for radiation oncology stuff, that tends to go to like the 12th grade level or even higher. And so mm-hmm. it's, I think using pictures can really make it less threatening. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think that there's some really great initiatives out there. And, and yeah, that's wonderful that you're planning to bring, you know, your illustrations and your talents to um, to help with that um, patient level understanding as well. Because you're right. I mean, I think that, you know, so often there's so much jargon and, and complexity in what we do. And I think bringing that down and make sure that really at the fundamental level that patients understand it is, is so important. And um, yeah, just kind of in, in my own work, uh, I often make little, you know, scribbles and drawings for patients to help put things in perspective or, or even better kind of use um, their own imaging to really show them, okay, here's your tumor and here are the organs that are nearby that are at risk. And I think it just really puts everything in context and, and patients really appreciate it as well. Um, so that's awesome that you're excited to, to bring, um, bring this forth to patient education too. Yeah, absolutely. I love making things kind of more real or more tangible for patients because I think a lot of times, you know, people are in clinic, they're so rushed. Sometimes we don't get to go one by one over their MRIs with them. And so what I've been doing lately to help 
patients understand is I even kind of contour on a slice of their MRI in front of them and show them like, this is the tumor in red outlined. And I think it's so helpful. And I print it out for them because it's helpful for them to just take it home to their family and say like, this is what I'm dealing with. It means so much more than saying like 1.4 centimeter left parietal hyper intense tumor. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Absolutely. Again, that's kind of all that jargon that is so tough, but really the picture kind of brings it into okay, it's immediately accessible to, to the patients. And and yeah, that's really great that you're taking the time to, to go through it with them. I'm sure they appreciate all of that. Um, and so um, I saw also congratulations with the um, collaboration with radonquestions.com. Um, yeah, I would love to hear if you're able to give any insights into kind of where you see that going with your illustrations. Oh, totally. That was so exciting. You know, early into posting the graphics, uh, Dan Golden reached out to me and he said, you know, we would love to have your illustrations be part of Rat on Questions. Um, I, I was so excited. I called my mom. I was like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I can't believe they want to team up with me. Because one thing that I found super helpful in learning when I was taking like the U world stuff for step one and step two is those super awesome graphics that they have at the bottom that really help you tie it all together. I never used sketchy path or sketchy micro, which is something that a lot of my co-residents use. I'd never heard about them, but I think that's something I would have really enjoyed also. And so I think that if it, for me, if these illustrations help even one person learn a topic easier or better or get a board's question right that they wouldn't have otherwise, that's totally worth it for me. And uh, it is really exciting that every time somebody comes across one of them in Rad on Questions, they normally send me a picture from the website and texted me like, look, here's your art on our website. I was so excited. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I know. And that's such a such a great um, resource, you know, for board studying. And, and I think, yeah, um, sometimes there's so much text for the explanations that having illustrations really break it down. Um, that's, you know, that's wonderful that you have that partnership. And and I think, yeah, already, you know, has helped um, many people with, with studying. So that's awesome. Um, did you ever use like- I sure mon- hope so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, one that I used for studying for like the earlier um, step exams was uh, Picmonic. Uh, especially step one. <laughs> that was really helpful, but it was, it was kind of like, because I feel like it's a little bit akin to the illustrations that you make where it's almost like it tells a, a story um, a little bit. It's kind of similar to, to sketchy micro and, uh, and sketchy medicine in that way. But I think um, uh, just like having a visual guide uh, to what each of the facts are that you're um, portraying. And so um, uh, yeah, that's uh, it's really great to have you know something that's um, more you know homegrown as well. Um, so I guess yeah, you know, in thinking about um, uh, you know residency and, and you're you know towards the towards the end of your training here, you know, there's so many demands on our time and energy, um, and so sometimes it can really be difficult to tap into that creative and, and artistic work. Uh, I know kind of personally, I really enjoy jazz music and I find that that really helps me um, relax and kind of slow down you know, the business of the day and kind of create this sense of calm and just uh, curious kind of what your go-to creative outlet is. Oh, what a great question. I, I really love kind of doing artistic hobbies. That's probably my favorite. And so I really love to paint with like Bombay inks, which are like a nice, light, fast watercolor that doesn't reabsorb whenever you paint over it. 
Uh, it's really, really relaxing to paint with those. I like to make cards and things like that um, for friends and family, but also sometimes I license my art to card making companies um, like Hallmark or Papyrus, which is something that makes me really happy. Um, I also do like palette knife painting um, and I work with foils. I also like to knit and crochet. And so there's always something for me to do when I get home. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's amazing. Licensing your work at Hallmark and you really made it. <laughs> um, that's wonderful. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's so great to have these sorts of creative outlets and and to really um, you know, find ways to to connect with, you know, that creative and, and artistic side. You know, so much of medicine can be so scientific and kind of left-brained, but you know, so important to have that that right brain creative outlet as well. Um, so that's wonderful that that you have all of these um, talents and, and all of these tools that uh, you know really that you can use to to help relax and and yet also you know connect with patients when you're when you're in the clinic as well. Um, that's amazing. Um, do you have any creative inspirations, like people who have kind of inspired your work? Yeah, you know, I, I love so many different kinds of artists, you know, every time I go to a new city, I'm always looking to go to another art museum, you know, like I'm going on a trip to New York City, I hope it doesn't get canceled uh, next year. And I'm really excited to go to the Guggenheim where I've never been, but also go to some of my more favorite museums like MoMA or the Met. And so I get a lot of uh, inspiration from classic art. But also, um, I find other ways to locate new art, like Mayo Clinic has a really great um, humanities and medicine and art division. And uh, it's a great way to get inspired kind of without even leaving the four walls of our hospital. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's wonderful to have that resource, you know, right there in your hospital. And, and I'm actually the same way whenever I go to, you know, a new place, I always check out the art museums and and I just find it so, you know, amazing to think about, you know, the historical and kind of, you know, political societal context as well um, for each of the, the um, you know, the great works of art, whether they're sculptures or paintings. And um, yeah, it's, it's really cool, I think, to be in such like an immersive um, space, you know, like an art museum. Uh, and actually, I'm excited that the Van Gogh um, immersive exhibit uh, is coming to uh, Detroit. So I'm actually excited to check that out with my husband <laughs> uh, in a few months. So um, I'm going to the same one in Kansas oh, yeah. City with my family in a few oh. months. I'm so excited. We just bought tickets. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Well, good. Well, yeah, we can compare notes on that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I also think like radiobiology is so interesting. I know it's a real slog for some people, but for me, it's just so cool the way that our field works and the way that, you know, cancer cells are more susceptible to radiation than our normal tissues. And for me, I find that really inspiring in an artistic direction. And that made it really fun and easy to make all of those rad bio illustrations. Um, so I think that science can be really in interesting from an art perspective and how to turn science into art to make both science and art have wider Venn diagrams overlap. Mm -hmm. Well, that's, yeah, that's great that, um, that you're finding that inspiration and that, yeah, I think there really are a lot of parallels between you know, the science and the art and that it just takes the right eye or vision, you know, to see it. Um, so that's you know, so great. So excited to see um, what more comes of, of the Cunningham Onk uh, illustrations and, I'm um, so excited to check them out on the radontquestions.com as well. 
Uh, and just want to thank you so much for um, for being on our Accelerators podcast. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. Uh, I'm sure we'll yeah catch up soon and, and compare notes on the Van Gogh exhibit. <laughs> awesome.